Hi, we're Mel and Emily, licensed estheticians and co-founders of The Skin Distillery. Welcome to The Lounge, a show about two SD besties who will have a cocktail or two and converse about their journey in the treatment room. We're hoping our experiences can make you laugh, relate, or educate you on something you didn't know. Today's episode is all about Botox in fillers. guys so with every episode we like to do drinks and today is kind of extra special because we're actually recording in studio which is crazy tight a little tight (laughs) (laughs) and we have Morgan Kraut with us um, from MK Aesthetics and she's gonna be trying drinks with us as well so I picked up three different coffee drinks from Wild Grind. It's um, a coffee and a brewery place. So during the daytime, they serve coffee. In the evening, they serve drinks like craft beers. So pretty cool. One of the best spots in Minneapolis. I love that place. Super cool. So I grabbed three drinks today and I split them up between us. So we're going to start with the first drink. It's called You Betcha. It's a maple sea salt cold brew with a little bit of cream. So let's see what this tastes like. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is some strong espresso. You betcha. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I mean, if you were feeling sluggish, I either you're gonna need to run to the bathroom halfway through this episode, or um... no, I'm about to need the full drink of this. We're taking little shots, but I could definitely use the whole thing. <laughs> it's good. Well, the good news is you can have the rest of that one. That's delicious. Okay. So the second one we're having is the cold brew colada, which made me feel like summer. And that one is a cold brew with a touch of coconut and white chocolate. So Morgan, what do you think? Hmm. <laughs> it's good. I'm trying to. Okay. So coconut and white chocolate. It's. I personally love this drink. It's a little more smooth. The other one felt more rich mm-hmm. where this one just feels like a really good light summer drink. Yeah. I probably would add like a little bit more cream in it. Just like a. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because, I mean, these are all really strong, which if you like strong drinks, you'll love these. If you're a little more espresso shy, they're they're strong. Well, then the good news is the last drink is a caffeine alternative. So Mm -hmm. it's called a frozen mud water. So mud water is an alternative to coffee. Um, It's a combination of lion's mane, chaga, reisha, mushrooms, turmeric, cinnamon, cocoa and it um, is all organic so it has way less caffeine so it doesn't give you the jitters so this actually has the blended mud water alternative coffee frozen banana oat milk and ice it feels really healthy i did try that one before we got really healthy very healthy i like it i like it okay so what's our favorite i think you betcha got me i really liked that one i'm gonna go with the colada I liked all three, and I actually already have had like two cups of caffeine today, so I will drink the frozen mud water. Yeah, it, sounds, right. it doesn't sound that exciting. I'm gonna drink that frozen mud water, but it's actually it really looks good. Like mud too. Like if you could see this, it's very muddy. It's, it's blended, which is kind of fun, versus like just ice. Mm-hmm. It's good. All right. Well, cheers. With that being said, and we're gonna start the episode. All right, guys. So today's episode, I had said it's all about Botox and fillers, and we have a special guest with us today. It's Morgan Kraut, who owns MK Aesthetics and ironically is also our landlord. Yay! We like her, obviously. Um, And so we get asked a lot about Botox and fillers, and we figured why not have an expert give us all the tea? 
And so with that being said, Morgan, we'd love to know a little bit about more about you, who you are, like your backstory. So take it away. All right. Well, hi guys. Thank you so much for having me on today. Um, I love these girls so much. Um, so yeah, a little bit about my backstory is I went to nursing school in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and then my, made my way to Madison, Wisconsin, and kind of did the hospital world for about 10 years. Started with the med surge world, went to the ICU world, and then ended up in the emergency room. And then kind of in my later 20s, did some soul searching. I think I kind of was like in that discovery mode. And I moved back to Minnesota, went back to the ER, but just found that I just wasn't happy. And I was kind of on this path of who am I and what do I want? And I decided that I really wanted to be around people who chose to come see me and who were happy and healthy. I was a fitness instructor and I just love that stuff. Hey, so. Okay. Yeah, I taught. Yeah. Oh, you guys should see me on stage. I'm really intense and very energetic. Um, And so I, you know, I was getting my lashes done. It was kind of like when I started doing lashes at the later part of my 20s. And this gal, my now still friend, she said, if I were you, I'd do Botox. I'm like crying on her table, miserable from a night shift. And I was like, it was like kind of that, that magical moment of yes. And so went to Scottsdale, Arizona. What year was this, by this the way? This was back in 2014, okay. I think. That's like when I decided to do makeup. So we're all like on this. Yeah. Journey. That's wild, actually. It's so really we're crazy. We're like within three years of each other, like totally shifting our lives. It was a huge shift, you guys. I mean, I like literally was single, um, you know, working casual in the emergency room, really didn't have any money. And I'm like, I'm quitting. And I spent $12,000 of my own money to go to Scottsdale and do laser and filler and tax training. And I came back and I'm re- the reason I want to talk about this because people ask all the time, I came back and, um, I had no job. Right. And so anyways, I tell people I applied at 40 different places, finally got the hook at lifetime and then just kind of built over the years, a great client base, and then kind of brought me to where I am today at MK aesthetics. So So when you were working at Lifetime, you also were doing like a side hustle for yourself as well, correct? Correct. So yeah, four years into Lifetime, I kind of teamed up and we kind of started a mobile company and me and a physician. Mm -hmm. And that's where I kind of started doing my own thing, which then morphed into kind of more um, and then starting my own company. But yeah, as I, when I was with Lifetime, I was doing kind of a side hustle as well. So very cool. Love it. So, okay. We're here now at actually MK Aesthetics. Like we're legit recording. In Mel's studio. We're in my <laughs> studio. We were supposed to be the conference room. There were some peeps in there. So I was like, I need to set up because I'm a type A. So <laughs> here we are in our cozy little studio that we rent from you. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell us kind of like what MK Aesthetics offers, um, like your services and specialties for your clients. Yeah. So we're a team now of two nurses and a physician, a PA, and we are kind of highly, we focus a lot on the Botox to support the, the neurotoxins and then the dermafillers. fillers. So derma fillers is a, you know, where you're adding a little bit of volume to the lips or to the cheeks. Um, we also are doing some skin resurfacing treatments like the skin pen, adding that PRP, which is kind of a natural regenerative, regenerative treatment. Um, and then we're kind of getting into that more wellness side of things now, like offering some IM injections like B12. We um, are doing some IVs as well, just for health and wellness, yeah. which I know you guys have talked about and have wanted. Yes, we're so excited. 
Super pumped. I will not be giving the B12 shot, though. If you've heard our acne episodes, you know why. And if you don't know why, go back and listen. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Um, Emily has a high sensitivity to B12. It makes her break out really cystic acne. So (laughs) that's, if you're not acne, you're totally fine. Cause I got shot with B12 and I felt great. So, um, okay. So we're going to talk the dish all about Botox and I just want to know like exactly what is it? What does it do? And then also what's the difference between Botox and Dysport? Because I think that's a big Mm -hmm. thing that people are really talking about. And I just like, there's so many myths information out there. Mm-hmm. So what Botox and Dysport is, is a, it's a neurotoxin and basically think of it as a muscle relaxer. Okay. So we subconsciously are constantly lifting our brows, frowning, smiling, and it contracts the muscle. So the product goes in and just basically stops the communication with the nervous system to the muscle. Um, and I think this is a really good question too. the difference between Botox and Dysport and neurotoxins. I get that all the time. And I think it gets confusing. Really think about it as like Coke and Pepsi or think about name brand target brand. That's really what it is. They both are the same that, you know, I can get really deep into the, you know, what, like the, what is it? The physiology or whatever, but it, they both do the same thing. I think Dysport will set in a little bit quicker. It's dosed a little bit differently, but I tell people do not overlook, don't look too much into that. Just really trust your provider. Um, and just know that, you know, here we price them the same for every, you know, one unit of Botox, you need 2.5 units of Dysport, but you don't need to overthink that. We'll take care of that for you. Okay. And then like, how often should somebody getting Botox done and how long does it last on average? I know this can vary, but like, again, some of this stuff seems very like to me, like I've heard before, but I, I just, I have a, don't know. I have mm-hmm. a lot of clients that are now, you know, they're in their late twenties going to the thirties and they're thinking about starting this process of Botox. And so we get this question a lot. Yeah. I think it's a good question too. I think the sooner you start, you guys, the better off you are. Because once those lines at rest are starting to kind of stick around, you're kind of chasing them. So preventative is a really big thing. And I don't think you have to get overwhelmed by this. You know, I say, come in and do a treatment. You're going to see the results of that. Typical results, if you're treating within the FDA approved standards, are going to last you three to four months. Now, some people are a little bit more energetic and active with their muscles, and it breaks it down a little quicker. That's me. Yeah. I mean, me too. <laughs> but with that said, the dosing that you do is going to correlate with that duration you get. So maybe you come in and I'm not, you know, I always tell people you're probably going to need it. If you start later in life, you're going to need it every three to four months for the first year. The goal is to get you to every four months, three times a year. Okay. Now, do I have clients to do it once a year or twice a year? Absolutely. And that's kind of their choice. But you have to understand if we're not staying consistent and we're not getting that duration, we have to think about if you stay consistent, those muscles are never getting back to full strength. So they start to listen to you more or to the, to the product. If we do it once, then we wait another six months. We're kind of starting over again. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to you. Now the frown lines, if you stay consistent on those, you guys, I had two babies in three years and my frown didn't even move. And so I just feel like consistency can get that product to really last you. But the indication is every three to four months. And then like, Obviously, you offer tons of different areas where people get done. Mm-hmm. I myself just kind of do my forehead and then kind of like, what, what would you call that area? Like, it's kind of the side of your eyes. Obviously, it all works together. The yep. muscles do. Um, would you say forehead is kind of like your most popular area or what mm-hmm. would you say your most popular treatments are? Yeah, I would focus. say the I would say the forehead lines are what bring people in and or the frown. The 11th. The 11th. Yeah, everyone. I mean, 
get a few people coming in just for those smile lines, those crow's feet. But we always, um, we always say if you have any issues in your forehead lines, you really have to think about injecting because that's an elevator muscle. So if you inject your forehead only, you guys, um, that's not okay because then the depressor, which is the 11s and kind of the crow's feet that can lower your brow. So we can get into that more later. Um, but most common treatments are going to be forehead and frown. Um, but the beauty is, is Botox can go anywhere. And a lot of people are doing their masseters cause they get that kind of clenching that, you know, um, um, TMJ, TMJ. Mm-hmm. um, you can do really, I mean, lower face looks beautiful and, you know, neck bands, um, down to hyperhidrosis for sweating in the underarms. So with these treatments, I know every person is probably going to differ on how many units, Yep. but like, if you had to say like, and I'm guessing, obviously, if the person's coming to that 60 that has lots of wrinkles and hasn't done any preventative, mm-hmm. that's going to need a lot more. That's, my, that's maybe in their 30s looking to just start being more preventative. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say, like, the average units are on somebody that's looking just to get, like, the forehead area and the levens done? I would say my average is uh, 35. So typically, I am I'm not shy when it comes to those frown lines because if you have any active depressor and you treat the elevator, then you can have issues with lowering the brows. So I'm typically a average of 20 units to the frown lines between the brows and an average of 15 to the forehead. Um, and then my, my kind of gold standard is 55. I do a lot of 55s, which means 20 to the frown, 15 to the forehead and 10 and 10 to those eyes. I think that's what we did last time on me and loved it. It's my sweet spot. After eight years, I've figured out a sweet spot. And not not to say some people don't need more or less, but that's kind of what I have found works really well for people. So with that being said, um, I mean, I don't think it hurts. I think you're one mm-hmm. of the best injectors I know. Like I've never had mm-hmm. bruising from you. You're really quick. But um, we get asked a lot. Like people are really nervous. And it's, I think completely painless to get just like mm-hmm. Botox on the face. But um, what are the contradictions or contradictions? Contraindications? Yeah. <laughs> well, for toxin, neurotoxin, you know, like your disportant Botox, really it's that pregnancy and breastfeeding. You know, that's honestly for the most part, you know, where I say, no, we're not going to do it. Um, other things, if you have like any musculoskeletal disorders, like MS or anything that, or your muscles just aren't functioning properly. Um, but honestly, that's really it. I mean, if you're on blood thinners, that's fine. Usually you just have to expect maybe a little bit of bruising, but usually it's that pregnancy, um, that holds people back. And then, um, what is the post care? Cause mm-hmm. that is also a really key tip and making sure that the Botox does what it's supposed to do. Yeah. So for the first four hours after your injections, you do not want to go kind of do a, I say a hit workout or, you know, hot yoga session for sure. Cause you don't want to sweat. Right. So no, no facial either. Yeah. Afterwards. Oh my gosh. We'll get to that. <laughs> we had to reschedule because we've <laughs> gone to Morgan and then booked with us like two days later and we're like, nope, sorry. Not going to do happen. that. Yeah. Yeah. So no, well, of course. So I say no laying down or sweating for four hours and then no um, waxing, facials, massages, things like that for two weeks. Now, hear me out. I'm really conservative when it comes to that. There are injectors who will say 24 to 48 hours. And I will say I've gotten massages after three to four days and I've been fine. But if you're new to me, I, I really say two weeks because I don't want anything, you know, any variables. But I don't know. I feel like people are, it's. So would you say 14 days, just a rule of thumb, just to be safe? Yeah, to be safe. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like that. I, I think that's too. doable. Mm-hmm. Get your facial first yep. and then get your Botox. Yep. And then just don't go to like a baseball game or really tight hats or anything like that where you kind of like have that tight, you know, band around your head or anything like that for 24 hours. But really post-care, I tell people don't overthink it. If people are like, can I shower? I'm like, oh girl, you can do all that. Go for a walk with your dog. Do your things. Just don't go like sweat a ton and go take a nap. Okay. So. And um, we work with a lot of bridal clients, mm-hmm. uh, brides to be. A lot of them are like first time Botoxers. They want to have smooth skin for their wedding day. No lines. Yes. And when should they be coming to see you? Like I'm my, this is what I always tell my mom. I'm always saying like, go see Morgan usually seven to six months before your wedding and do your first consult and injections to make sure you like how everything yep. sets. Yep. And then they would do, I would say like a month before their wedding there. Would you, would you, what would you suggest? This is actually a good question. Cause like I personally like Botox a little bit more like after a month, like yep. I feel like it's set really nice, but mm-hmm. like, what do you suggest? Yeah. I mean, I think the sooner the better. I mean, most people are getting engaged and having a, sometimes a year up, you know, a year before their actual wedding date. So I think, if you, for sure, that six to eight months prior to, I would love to get two full treatments on you and then almost yeah. have that third be before the wedding. Cause I know, so I'm confident that we have you dialed in and we know like me, I'm two weeks right now. I'm tight, right? Two more weeks. I'll be a little, I'll loosen up and I love it. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, as a bride, we really have to kind of work together and I kind of give you a lot of homework. Like you, when does it set in? What day are you starting to see results? At what point in your treatment? I kind of think about think about it as like a, I say a clock or a slide. You're climbing up the slide over two weeks and then you slowly, gradually slide down over three to four months. And we can kind of figure out when you like it the best or kind of what your sweet spot is. I mean, if you're like want it more severe, obviously closer, but mm-hmm. I would like, I think my sweet spot is kind of more that like five to six week. And mm-hmm. I think we did for my wedding, we did about I think six weeks before Mexico. Yep. And that was to me perfect. perfect. Yep. Yep. Kind of softened a little bit. It wasn't as tight, but it was smooth. Well, in six weeks prior to, or four weeks, because then that gives you that two weeks of set in. And then that gives you that week or two prior to that you want to get your brows down or your facials. Right. Mm-hmm. So you just got to really plan that out and I'm, I will help you. I'll help you. <laughs> Morgan's here for you. <laughs> Um, we're going to take a little break, but do you have any like other big things that people should be aware of when getting Botox, any trends you're seeing? Um, I don't know. I just, I find it really fascinating, especially because I just think it's becoming so much more mainstream and Mm -hmm. also like not so taboo. I feel like it was like always so under the radar before any type of like maintenance. It was like, at least when I was growing up, Mm -hmm. like if people got things done, nobody talked about it. Mm-hmm. It was just like suddenly they walked in there. They were different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, why? And now people talk about it all the time. They're mm-hmm. so open about the treatments that they get. Yeah, I totally agree. I think eight years ago when I started, people are like, oh, my God, you're doing that. And I'm like, you don't know. I changed more lives than I ever did in the ER. Or you know what I mean? Um, I think, I don't know. I just think it is more talked about. I think friends are talking about it more. I think people are like, what are you doing? You look amazing. And they're not too scared to say, hey, I get a little Botox. I mean, I think everyone's different. And I respect that. I think some people really want to fly under the radar. Um, but I'm just, you know, I don't know. I think kind of just, it's so crazy. I'm just in this world all day, every day that I'm like, it's just so, I just think I get to see people morph in their confidence and then they walk a little taller. They're just, I can't explain it. You guys, when people are nervous, I'm like, you just got to try it because I'm telling you this, this, it's a really, it can really help with people's confidence and just 
overall. As we say, once you start, you just can't stop. So that's usually what happens when people are like, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, well, you're going to do it. And then you're going to want to do it again. Trust me. So Mm -hmm. um, I think it would be good to note that what sets you apart as an injector versus other injectors, like your signature style, I think Mm -hmm. what I always break about you to other clients is you do a really natural job. Like Mm -hmm. my mom's probably going to listen to me like this episode and be like, wait, my daughter gets Botox. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Morgan does a very good job of not changing, I feel like, your facial, like, Mm -hmm. shape in that sense. Like, it's a very soft. I don't know. What would you say your style is? Yeah, I think I'm I'm really conservative. Yes. Um wh- now here there's two different topics here. We talk we're talking about Botox and then we're going to talk about filler. Yeah, we're going to talk about filler because we haven't talked about that yet. So I think yes, I think I'm I don't know, I just think I'm if you look at my face, you'll see like I'm pretty conservative. I'm I like that natural look and I just think I really like to educate people because every face is so different. So I think we all need different things. Um and so yeah, I just, I think natural down to earth conservative, but like, I'm all about beauty from the inside out. You guys, I think if we're just trying to work on the external, there's got to be a little bit of internal work there too, because that's where I've found has been my, when I've worked on the inside, my outside glows even more, you know? So exactly. Well put. Okay. So we're going to drink some more caffeine and we'll come back in a little bit and talk all about fillers. Sounds good. Hope you guys are enjoying this episode. I am Morgan with MK Aesthetics. So if you haven't come to see us yet, we are offering new, a new client special of 20 units for $199. You can just head to morgankraut.com and hit book now. And then if you want to put in the notes section, the Skin Distillery Lounge to get that uh, discount, that would be great. Otherwise, um, if you need a reminder of where to go, we have all these details in the bottom of this um, podcast episodes notes area. So we'll have Morgan's promotion there and we'll also have um, her booking link. So we hopefully will see you in. All right, you guys, we are back. And the first half of this episode, we talked all things Botox and now we are transitioning into fillers. So fillers, I think are becoming more and more popular. Mm -hmm. Um, More people are getting their lips done. I know I recently just got mine done and Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed. Um, Yeah. So what type of fillers do you use, Morgan? And um, when can a person start to see results after their treatment? Yeah. So our fillers we offer here at MK are the Restylane line and the Juvederm line. So understanding that they're two different companies, it's like the Botox and the Dysport, right? And there's just so many, it's like, um, think about like a bunch of different colors and a, you know, paint, you know, it's like some fillers are better for lips, some fillers are better for cheeks. And so I say that we kind of have that conversation in the room, like what sort of results are you looking for? And um, then we kind of choose our filler based on based on that. So, so what do fillers do exactly? Yeah, so the filler is a it's a it's a hyaluronic acid gel. Okay, so think about like a gel-like substance where we're providing volume because as we age, we lose volume and our bone structure starts to shrink and everything starts to go with gravity, falls down. And our skin already has hyaluronic acid in it, yep. but we lose a lot of it as we age. Yeah. So understanding that fillers are, it's a natural part, like the HA, we already have that in our face, you know, so we're injecting and we're volumizing different areas to kind of get you back to, you know, say what your lips were like in your thirties, because as you age in your fifties, they're going to kind of get a little bit smaller. 
Would you say that lips are the most popular treatment or more like the cheek area? I would say lips are what people mostly come in for. You know, they really don't like those vertical lip lines that they're starting to get. Um, I think, I don't think people necessarily come in for cheeks, but they come in for the lower face smile lines for most, Mm -hmm. the most part. Mm -hmm. But we educate now that we're in, you know, back in 2014, we were just filling in the smile lines. And now we've known, we know we have to restore that volume in the cheek for that lift before we go inject that lower face area mm-hmm. so i mean people are even getting like their chin area done too i know when mm-hmm. i got my lips in kelsey was like we're gonna put a little bit under your chin and i'm like what mm-hmm. i didn't even know people did that but it makes a difference it does i think i think w- w- the more the more i've been in it the more it's all about educating yourself about beauty and what makes someone beautiful right it's about their facial thirds you know from their forehead to their nose their nose to their bottom of my point is and it's the facial fifth so i think when people come in and want to a bigger lip. Well, if you don't have a chin to support that, you're going to look off balance. So that's where you're finding somebody who, who you kind of has that, we call it the aesthetic eye that can really um, take a look and be like, well, Emily, if you continue to put more in your lips, your chin is going to look more recessed mm-hmm. and we need to add a little bit of length or projection to that mm-hmm. chin as well. Yeah, that makes sense because mm-hmm. you want to balance, keep things balanced. Yep. You don't want one part of your face to be bigger and then all the other parts smaller. Yep. You want it to be balanced. Yep. Yeah, yep. that makes total sense. How long would you say fillers last typically? Um, okay, so fillers, they're indicated some are up to a year and you know, others are up to 18 months to two years. I think what we have to understand with fillers is even though it might only say be indicated for a year, we're finding that people are still, they're still filler in their lips at some, you know, three years mm-hmm. later. I think with fillers, we also have to understand people say, well, I did my lift six months ago and now it's gone. Well, I don't know if it's gone. Mm-hmm. You one syringe of filler, you guys, is a fifth of a teaspoon of product. So if you go home and look at your teaspoon in your kitchen, one fifth of that is how much a filler is. So it's not that much. So what happens is once it's integrated after 28 days, it softens or it doesn't mean it's gone. You know, your brain, I always say recalibrates in the first couple of days of doing your lips. Oh my gosh. It's shocking. It's shocking. Mm-hmm. And then 28 days later, you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even think I have any filler. Oh, you know, some yeah. people say this, yes. not everybody, but then often you need to layer a little bit more product mm-hmm. in there to get that optimal result. Right. And also you just get used to seeing your face yeah. the way that it is yeah. now. And so, um, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then is there like, what is like the post care for filler? So filler, I'm a little bit more strict. Okay. okay? So first off, we'll talk about pre-care. Can I just say that first? Please go. So when we do, when you come in for filler with tax, there's really no downtime. I say, go do your thing, go to, you know, go on vacation, um, whatever. With fillers, I always say for pre-care, you can have bruising, um, come with no makeup on, making sure you haven't had any blood thinners. Like, oh, I had a headache this morning and I took three ibuprofen. Well, that's a blood thinner. You're probably going to bruise more. Okay. And then just really being sure you were healthy prior to the two weeks prior to, you know, no sinus infections, no dental procedures. If you've had like a, you know, an abscess or anything like that, we just want to make sure you've been healthy. You haven't had COVID in the past kind of month, you know, and vaccination status, things like that with dermafillers, replacing them deeper. And there's just more risk for, you know, a li- there's a little bit more risk to them. Okay. So, um, I think it's just really important to be the right candidate for these treatments and making sure like we can't do your lips if you have an active cold sore, you know, things yeah. like that. Same goes with the facial. Yep. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> so, um, 
does it hurt getting filler? Um, I'm not going to lie. I, there is some spice to it. Okay. So especially. I, I numbed the heck out of my lips. Mm -hmm. Like I was, I had the privilege of like, obviously I'm in studio. So yeah. I left it on for like a half an hour. I felt nothing. Oh, really? Yeah. That's amazing. I felt nothing. And we know you have a low pain tolerance. Yeah. Okay. You yeah, guys, I that's do. really good to know because I'm kind of a baby and I, yeah. um, I will say our numbing is very good. Okay. And I also do ice sometimes too. Uh, but it's really not that bad. Like cheeks, no. honestly, aren't that bad. Okay. Lips get a little spicy sometimes yeah. for yeah. some people. My, so like, I, what is this called right here? I'm like pointing to my chin. The area. mental crease. The, yeah. The crease. That is the only thing that hurts yeah. is when I did that. Cause I didn't numb that area, yep. but it's still like not the worst thing in the world. It's yeah. really quick. It's very quick. And, um, they give you like this little machine that like vibrates and mm -hmm. you can like hold it up to your neck and it distracts you from the pain. And yep. that actually helps a ton. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, and so is there any contraindications for fillers other than what you just kind of spoke to? Um, contraindications. Yeah. So I was just going to say, you know, your health and things like that, but again, pregnancy, breastfeeding, if you have any, um, autoimmune disorders, things that can be an issue with certain technologies of filler. We just have found over the years that there's things called post, you know, inflammatory nodules and things like that, where your body actually, um, views it as foreign and kind of starts to attack it. So those are again, in your H and P your history, we really get deep on kind of your background, what your, what your history is medically. And, um, again, pregnancy, breastfeeding, um, Contraindications. I'm just trying to think what else off the top of my head. That's kind of, that's kind of what it is. I feel like there's really no side effects to Botox or we don't really hear about them, but mm -hmm. are there more like concerns or could be like a rare case of a side effect with a filler? Yeah. Fillers, I get a little bit more. Um, so think about our, we have veins, we have arteries, right. And they're flowing blood. So if a, if a hyaluronic acid gel filler occludes one of those, that can be a really dangerous um, thing where, we would have to go immediately dissolve that because our body relies on our arteries and vessels or our veins. So I just think with filler, because you need to be very skilled. You want to find somebody who knows what to do. It's great. You want to know, you want to find somebody who knows what they're doing aesthetically, but if something goes wrong, you want to know that they know what they're doing. There is a product called hyaluronidase out there and that can instantly dissolve fillers. So two things, you know, if we have a problem, we can dissolve it. And if something got bumpy in the lip or you didn't like something, you can dissolve it too. Um, have I had to do that much? No, but, um, it is a conversation that I have with everybody. A safety is the number one priority when it comes to fillers. So that's also a really good point is I feel like because fillers and Botox are becoming more mainstream, mm -hmm. it's what should somebody look, be looking for in a provider, like making sure that they have either like a qualification or education background. Let's mm -hmm. just say it's somebody that doesn't live around here that's going to maybe get Botox or filler like in another state. What yep. is, where should they be like, what kind of background should that provider have? Yeah, I, I think it's important to have a medical background, whether that's your um, MD, your PA, your NP, your RN. I think you kind of have to look at their experience. I think you have to look at their work. I think the best person, I think the best thing is a referral. Like your friend knows them or, you know, like Mel or Emily says, wow, I like Morgan or, um, but I think you do just kind of have to look at their background. And I think a lot of it's your gut too, when you go there, like, do you trust them? Like do with your face and like, um, but I think, I think for sure, I think it's important. I think this industry has been the wild, wild west for so many years. And I think people think, oh, I can get my fillers on Amazon and I can do my own face or oh my gosh. what the heck you guys like, 
oh my gosh. I'm like, I, you know, I was in the ER, like coding patients for 10 years. Like, I think you just, I think people think this is sometimes easy, but it is probably one of the hardest jobs I've ever had. I mean, you're dealing with people's faces and their wallet and their budgets and like their emotions. Like it's a really big, I think it's just to trust someone with your face at like you guys, like your the skin. It's like, it's so it's vulnerable, very People vulnerable, feeling very vulnerable because yes. they're basically saying these are the parts of myself yeah. that I'm not confident in. Yep. These are the parts where I don't feel great about myself. And you as an injector, us as an esthetician, we get to speak to people mm-hmm. and not only like like you talked about earlier, you're speaking to the soul of the person, not just like the outward appearance. And so obviously by kind of shifting or helping improve in their mind, the outward appearance, you're also, Mm -hmm. you know, speaking to the soul of that person. And for me, I want somebody who cares about both Mm -hmm. because if someone comes in and they're just like more, 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 I trust Morgan that you're going to be like, you know what? No, you you don't actually need more. Um, And obviously it's a conversation that you, you have with your clients, but Mm -hmm. if, I don't know. I just think that that's what I love about you is that you do care holistically about a person and not just like the cash coming into your pocket. Yeah. My favorite part of my job are the people and the conversations and how you get to know them and like love on them and they get to see you through hard things. I'm not going to lie. My past year of my life has been tough and I get to, I have so much support from like clients and like for as much as I give to them, they give to me. You know, we are all human and we all have things. Well, you don't put on a facade either. Yeah. You know, if you're having a tough day or you're dealing with something, you're very vulnerable mm-hmm. vulnerable about that. And I think that's also um, reciprocated to you as clients see that and they know, oh, Morgan's a safe person. Yeah. I yep. can I can be who I am around you, um, which is rare because I don't think every injector is like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love you guys. Um, okay. So <clears throat> Any other things on fillers? We didn't say post-care. So post-care is important. So if say you have your wedding that, that weekend, we are not doing fillers. You really want to do fillers two weeks prior to any big event. You want to understand, like I'm, I tell everyone you will bruise. It's easily the, it's usually can cover that up, but you wait six hours. So no makeup that day typically. And then, um, other than that, I'm just thinking makeup, you know, no, I think that's the main things, but I just want people to understand that no downtime to Botox downtime to fillers probably. Mm-hmm. I think in any case, both these treatments, I would just say rope thumb 14 days before an event. Yeah. Cause you yep. just don't yep. know. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Um, and then, um, kind of gliding into that briefly, just because both these treatments are enhancing facial features. Mm-hmm. But if a person's using Cetaphil and Neutrogena, right. Uh, yeah. Like you, it's not, it, it's not going to be as effective. So this is where we kind of go into yeah. the topic is also, I mean, obviously I'm and I, Emily and I do skin, but Morgan also cares about skin and carries mm-hmm. medical cleared products like is clinical revision and, um, skin medica. Yep. And so when you're using products like that paired with like Botox, I think you're going to notice a healthier, plumper, glowing skin because 100%. a lot of times I think you see it. Texture is probably mm-hmm. my number one thing I see with people and yep. hyperpigmentation is too. Yep. So those two things really aren't solved by these two treatments. And so you need products to balance the skin 
Mm-hmm. And it's just going to enhance your treatments to look better. Mm-hmm. I could not agree with you guys more. You guys, in the beginning, since I came from a nursing background, I think I just was like, yeah, Botox filler is great. I have completely changed my practice. Honestly, people come in and they say they'll spend 800 on Botox and they won't spend any on skin. I honestly say, I'm like, I'd rather you purchase your skincare today and we can come back and get your tax and stuff. Because when you have that healthy dermis, that epidermis, you guys, it is it is makes my job so much better. It makes your results so much better. Get that skin healthy. It's mm-hmm. so important to invest in it. Well, I think we see a lot of times people say they have lines and it turns out they're just really dehydrated yeah. and they have yeah. texture. <laughs> and it's like, do you would just drink some water and actually use good skincare? Like mm-hmm. actually half those lines would be yeah. gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, it's pretty powerful. I kind of, I don't know if this is the best analogy, but you think of a piece of your, a slice of a pie, you know, and like, Botox is going to do a little bit, but you got to do your skincare. You got to do your facials. You got to do your potential lasers. There's so Eat many healthy things. workout. Yeah, you got to live a healthy life. It's, it's all, all tied goes. together. Yes. I totally agree with that. Yep. So, um, plug on the skincare cause we <laughs> love the skin. Yes. Um, we do. um, quickly before we wrap things up, kind of um, touch base on the girls that you just hired. Yeah. Like, oh, we would love to Morgan's hear about them. Morgan's team is growing. Yes. <laughs> I never thought that this would happen, you guys. So I'm super excited. Yeah. So, excuse me. Um, Kelsey, our PA, and Karen, our other RN, are both experienced injectors and just lovely human beings, mm-hmm. you guys. They're I amazing. think this industry, I think I got so scared of it sometimes in my beginning years because people weren't that nice or like I felt like I was like on an island by myself and I just wanted friends and all this. My point is now I've grown this team as well as you guys in this space. It's mm-hmm. such a great space with, I am all about energy. If I have one passion in life, it's energy. And I feel like both of them like kind of came to me and like, I felt their energy and like that just good vibe of good people and mm-hmm. providing with that result of that natural result. But I just, um, yeah, I'm so grateful for them. I feel like, um, I just want to grow and I want more people to have the opportunity to come to MK aesthetics. And I've also realized that I do have limits. I thought I was superwoman, but I'm not, and I needed help. And so having them two in the space has really given us an opportunity to grow and just offer more services. Plus they, I just feel like, like you said, they fit you like the energy fits really well and that's why it was holding you back was just finding the right people Mm -hmm. and so like Kelsey has over seven years experience and like Karen also has a lot of experience as well and I just the energy fits really Mm -hmm. well I think even like obviously we were invited in this space Mm -hmm. because um we're all a no drama kind of group of girls I (laughs) completely agree and we're not just saying that no we're not we are really good human beings we're all just like in our own lane (laughs) to be honest with you guys and we're all here working on our Thursdays it's just like our craziest day honestly we never even get to see each other because we're all like back to back with clients and the only time we see each other is when we're like scarfing down a piece of food in the break room and we're usually like eating somebody else's food they're like oh can I just have a bite of your salad because I didn't bring anything and it's fine <laughs> so true oh man but yeah everybody um on the NK team is amazing Kelsey's done my lips Karen's done my Botox. Yeah. Morgan's done my Botox. So they're all amazing. So if you can't get into Morgan, do not worry. The other two girls are so valuable and and just amazing at what they do. So yes, yeah, I completely agree. Yes. Um, does everybody else feel like their heart is racing from mm-hmm. all this caffeine? No, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I kind of feel shaky. I'm like, I need more. <laughs> Oh my god. Holy crap. I literally feel like I'm like dead speed or something. Maybe give me like 10 minutes and it'll start to kick in. 
but <laughs> I was really slugging this morning. So <laughs> it's brought me to neutral ground. <laughs> um, I don't know. With that being said, anything else, Morgan? No, I just think it's, I just want to reiterate. I think it's like beauty from the inside and out. And I think that I, we don't sell Botox. We don't sell, we don't sell any of that. It's like, we sell confidence and that is my why. I think it's like, if you don't have a why for what you do, I just think the world can for, you know, it's like takes me over. But when I go back to my why and why I do what I do, it keeps me going every single day because it's not easy. You guys know, it's not easy to be a business owner. There's times Mm -hmm. I cry. There's times I want to give up, but like it comes to the people and that smile on someone's face who thanks you for that, you know, their glowing skin that doesn't have acne anymore. Come on, you guys. And somebody who like, I just got goosebumps, full body. That's the Holy spirit. But like, Oh (laughs) my gosh. Like it's like, thank you, Lord. That and my other thing, if you're in a place where you're not sure what you want to do, or you're in like a rut, you guys, think about, take the time journal. What is it that you want? Cause all I used to say is I just want to surround myself with powerful people. I want to, I want people to want to come see me and I want people to be happy and healthy when they come see me. And now that's what I have. Mm -hmm. So please like the, the, the universe will deliver Mm -hmm. whatever it is you desire. I call them the vision board. And, um, Mel and I both experienced this from our instructor when we were at Faces, which is our makeup school that we went to prior to becoming an esthetician. And Debbie, that's her name. She was like, you write every single thing down, literally everything down that you want in your life and you post it up on your wall and you watch it come to pass. And I was like, "Hmm, okay. So I like created a dream book. Yeah. And inside this dream book, I literally wrote down every single thing that I wanted to do in my life at the time. Obviously, it's changed now, but I kid you not, every single thing in that book except for skydiving. (laughs) Well, I did that so you can (laughs) – Okay. (laughs) Has come to pass. And I just want to like speak to that as well as like you need to know your why. And even if you don't exactly have all the details down, just start dreaming. Start writing it down and speak it out. That's huge. I mean – even coming to Sublease from you, it was yeah. super weird. Yeah. We had talked about it in January, how we had grown out of our little studio. Yeah. I saw you for Botox and you were like, so I'm looking at commercial properties. Would you guys want to sublease? And at first I was like, I don't know if she like actually is serious. But then you brought Micah, Micah her husband was like mm-hmm. working in the office nearby. And she's like, this is Mel. Like, um, I think they'd be good subleasers. And I was like, oh my God, she's like legit serious. Oh my gosh. And literally the next thing you know we're like we looked at this space and we're like yeah we'll do it mm-hmm. oh my gosh i'm so thankful for you guys there has been so many bumps in the road when they stuck ladybugs holy moly lady ladybugs <laughs> the infestation oh my gosh oh man <laughs> Um, I think that's a good way to end the episode. And um, actually, I'm going to have Morgan talk about the promotion that you're doing right now. So I'll have you bring it up real quick before we check out. But I'll have all these details in the notes of this episode. We'll have included the Wild Grind drinks. I didn't really elaborate on that much. And they're all fantastic. So we'll have those details in the notes section. But Morgan is going to be doing a special. So yeah, why not you guys? So all new clients that come into MK, whether it's for Botox or fillers, well, for the tax, it is a new client special of 20 units for 199. And then, yeah, I think we'll just do a free gift with purchase. If you mention this podcast, some skincare goodies. All right. Well, with that, cheers, cheers, everybody. Here we go. (laughs)